both songs go ba with a ba da dang da dang diggy diggy. There aren't a lot of songs that do that. But one of them says, "My style is bomb diddy whatever." Dun 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 dun. And welcome to the A to Z Horror Cast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at A to Z Horror.com and by nobody else. That's right. We are still playing the free market, as it were. We're free agents. Adam Carolla's been sniffing around a little. Mark Marin's been sniffing around a little. And we're playing Ira hard Glass to get. has been sniffing around a little. But yeah, we're still weighing our options. We're just uh, we're just kind of out there doing our own thing. We're dating and ourselves. We are. We're really getting to know ourselves for a bit. And and to help with that, you know what you could fucking do? This usually happens at the end of the episode, but I'm going to say it right now, rate the fucking podcast. Look, we get drunk on the podcast every week for you, so how about this? Get drunk and rate us. I want to see some drunken fucking ratings. This is well, aggressive. This is coming across aggressively. Well, okay. <laughs> Look, it's, it's supposed to be fun. I thought I was being playful. <laughs> it's Friday evening. Jackson away. I'm drunk right now. Look, I might be drunk right now. I want to see some drunk ratings. Well, he demands, listener, so pop in there. Yeah. And so you're just here with us. I'm Jack, and sitting to my left is Jake. Why do you gotta be such a little bitch about this? <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who had to give, like, 30 hand jobs. It's Mark. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> That's a low estimate for him. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking self-hand jobs, well, then it's but... low all around, I think, but... We're uh, For we're... those of you unfamiliar with our Crackjack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we watch 2017's Tragedy Girls, and we'll dive all the way into that real soon. And when we do, we're going to spoil the shit out of it. So fair warning on that, it's a fairly recent movie, but I will say this one, spoilers are less relevant than they sometimes are. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But first... We have got to do the getting drunk part, so on that score, let's do beers for fears. Mark, what are your beers for these fears? Mine is pretty straightforward. It's a double IPA made by the Shades of Pale Brewery here in Salt Lake City. It's called uh, Double Trouble. Um, yeah, there are two of them. Yeah, because there's trouble. two women in this movie? I mean, yeah. There's double, okay, there's trouble. I was going to do. Trouble. I was gonna chew some double mint gum, but I hate gum. Gum is the worst. Yeah. What? Fair. What, what do you guys yeah. have? Notoriously anti-gum podcast. What? Oh, uh, yeah. Mark, Decidedly I, anti-gum. I went ahead. I'm cracking it right now. Mm. I got a beer from the Sawtooth Brewery uh, here in uh, Idaho, in Haley, I in, believe. In what state are we in? Uh, whatever the fuck state we're in. Mm. I am drinking a False Summit Amber Ale. Because, look, these two women, they are seeking something. They're seeking followers. They're seeking validation. They're seeking whatever you get from social media. And it's never good enough. Whatever goals they hit, it's a false summit. It's never enough. Mark, you're just shaking your fucking beer. You're not even listening to me. I'm doing a great explanation. And you're just over there. I don't know what you're doing. There's a bunch of gunk that's settled on the bottom. I'm trying to reincorporate it. But no, it's you're talking about false summits. It's good. Beer. You're in Idaho. I'm listening. I, I'm drinking False Summit Amber Ale. It's a great beer. It perfectly fits the movie. Jake, yeah. fucking, I'm, I'm upset now. What are you drinking? It, it's fine. Uh, I'm drinking, now that I'm back in Boise, I'm going to do, a, probably, if I can make it happen and it works for the movies we're watching, a little tour of Boise and Idaho beers. This week, I'm doing one from Woodland Empire Alecraft. It's called All This Useless Energy, which to me is kind of a, a good summation of what these 
high school girls are doing throughout the movie. They're just figuring out what to do with all that useless energy of theirs. And also, this is a hellisphere, which is kind of like hella, which is something you'd say on social, when they probably say at least seven times during this movie. So, do they actually ever say hella? I don't in think that? they do. But I it think reminds hella me- is like hasn't been in vogue for eight mm, years. Debatable. I also <laughs> don't think in vogue has been in vogue for quite a while. Mm. Mm. In any case. They have some useless energy, and they use it for no good. Well, look, we all gave it a good shot this week. Um, I think Mark wins. Yeah. What? Yeah, Mark wins? Oh, fuck that. Mm. Jesus. Keeping the streak alive. But drinking beers isn't the only thing we've done over the course of the last week. We've also watched some non-Tragedy Girls horror movies. So we're going to dive into what the fuck else has been rocking our horror worlds. I'm going to go first, Mark. I think you talked about this some time ago. Okay. Uh, my lovely wife and I have been Ooh. diving into the Santa Clarita Diet, yep. which I think is a Netflix original show. Yep. We, I don't know if we binged watched it because we watched like 40 or 75% to a full episode a night for the last five nights. Is that binge watching? No. It's close. <laughs> uh, yeah. It is when you're we our were, age. <laughs> we've been watching the Santa Clarita Diet and I got to tell you what, it's delightful. It has its moments. Um, if I remember correctly, it's every once in a while there's a scene of like wooden acting that's almost insurmountable, and you just want like want to throw as many things as you can at the TV. Uh, <laughs> by Drew Barrymore entirely. Yeah. I'll t- so so for for those not in the know, this is a Netflix original show about a suburban family that the 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 matriarch of Drew Barrymore just kind of becomes a zombie, and they have to deal with that. And hilarity ensues. It stars Tim- Timothy Oliphant and uh, an actress with whom I'm not familiar as the daughter. Uh, they both do a tremendous job and they're both so good. And then Drew Barrymore comes on screen and kind of ruins it. But uh, it's a delightful show. I mean, it's kind of like Keir Gilchrist in, in Heartthrob. It's like half the time she's fine, totally good actress. And then uh, the other time, you like you have no idea she's too tired. I don't know, but she just is, yeah, she's delivering like, her lines like a robot. She's terrible. And 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 look, I I certainly am not trying to shame the woman in any kind of way, but I it's kind of a refreshing reversal of the schlubby dude with an attractive wife trope from sitcoms, uh, because she is on a in a, in a in a entirely different stratosphere of attractiveness from Timothy Oliphant, who is a very attractive man. Well. I mean, they're not a bad-looking couple. Ah, she, she's much less good-looking than Timothy Oliphant. Have you gotten to season two yet? No. Okay. We're, I think we've watched one episode, 75% to a complete episode a night for the last five nights. That's wildly unhelpful. I have no idea where you are in the, in the series. Uh, between episodes four and five. <laughs> Wonderful. So this is great. my second biggest qualm <laughs> with uh, the Santa Clarita Diet is that the end of season one seemed like Clita. they forgot to push publish on the last episode. Like, it, it wasn't even a cliffhanger. They just stopped making the show. <laughs> the narrative ended. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so now that season two is out, I haven't had a chance to go back and revisit it. Now that you're binge-watching it, I'm going to live vicariously through you, and I expect an update next week. You will get it. Okay. You will get it. That's all I've got. Mark, what have you been jamming out on in the horror world? I still have such a horrendous backlog. I'm going to start with uh, Veronica. I actually watched this one relatively recently, but I feel like you guys have both waited on it at this point, so I might as well throw Mm -hmm. my hat into the ring as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. He hated it. It's no, I mean, it's good. It's not as I, I think I went in with really high expectations and that sort of soured it a little bit. It's not a bad movie. Sure. I'd recommend it 
to yeah. a lot of people. I really liked what they did with the symbolism at the end, but um, yeah, overall, it's just sort of a normal Ouija movie. <laughs> it's it's just a you know scary but goes bump in the night type movie, except in Spanish. It is well made. It's well shot. The lighting is really good at a cer- at certain spots, and uh, you yeah. know, blind nun who smokes in the basement. That's a pretty cool little trope, but. Um, aside from that, I don't really have much to add to the conversation you guys. <laughs> I mean, it's not a trope. It is now. The a old, blind the nun old, who smokes in the basement. That old blind chestnut. nun chain-smoking. <laughs> the chain-smoking penguin who can't see. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> He's gonna move right past it. Okay, moving right past uh, it. Moving. We're doing a lot of that today. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep it moving. Are you trying to break my stride, Jake? Because I don't appreciate Yeah, I'll you break your break stride, Mark. Okay. <laughs> well said. Is it broken? Uh, next, I watched The Fly. <laughs> uh, the original one? Or the Jeff Goldblum one? The Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum one, come yeah. on. Well, look, okay, yeah. You gotta start somewhere. This One of the best remakes ever made. One of the best remakes ever made. This was a blind spot for me. It's one of the ones for my month of I hadn't seen this, so I'm having to well revisit done. it. This is both... Also, Jeff Goldblum's kind of having a moment these days, so good to revisit a him. Such movie. a moment. A little bit. Of, I mean, he was in Ragnarok, but I don't know what else... You're referring to. He's been doing like wired interviews and he's all over the fucking place. Is he in the new Jurassic Park movie too? I think he is. Probably. Pretty sure he is. Uh, (laughs) Don't give me that. Don't give me that type of attitude. Look at how broken his stride is. (laughs) Yeah, you really threw him off. I'm just sitting here doing subtle things. It's breaking his stride. I don't appreciate it. I mean, you're not being that subtle. If you think it's subtle, I got news for you. I am good at subtlety. (laughs) Just for the record, listener, his version of subtle is leaning forward about three inches from the mic with a smirk on his face and his hands behind his back. So that's that's what you should be picturing. Uh, Uh... So yeah, yep. I watched The Fly, 1986. Uh, Jeff Goldblum might be having a moment, but this is peak Jeff Goldblum. This is the role oh, he man. is perfect for. This is his movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't. I mean, he doesn't even I have mean, to Gina act. He's just he just gets to be manic for the entire length of the movie. It's really nice. <laughs> uh, and then on top of that, it's also basically peak Cronenberg too. They peak. They're peaking at the same time. Yeah, it tipped. <laughs> such a their peaks coincided. Such a tour de force of practical effects. Yeah, I this happened at like the exact right time for like one upsmanship on the practical effects side of things. Yep, and I love it for it. It is, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a really impressive movie to watch. Usually with these ones that yeah. I'm kind of going back in time for, I'm a little I have to take it with a grain of salt because there were limitations. But this one no still grains. holds up really, really well. Um, Jeff yeah. Goldblum is a buff beefcake for the first half of the movie. Um, <laughs> congealed mess <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then he's a puddle a of petroleum mess. jelly in the second half um honestly the the other thing that note that i noted about this is it's so charming to go back and look at like technology from the late 80s like the the peak technology of these computers that could work that could fit like 20 words on screen because it's like this block text <laughs> that type of stuff is just permeates this movie because the guy's supposed to be a scientist <laughs> it's so good uh and yeah the combination of those however many things i just said uh yeah make this one very easy to go back and revisit i recommend it if you haven't ever seen it or if you haven't seen it in a while it's a great film and it it it's great on many it's it's great on a nostalgia aspect even if you haven't seen it before like it's got a lot of that shit i feel like it's also great it has legitimate like ugh, moments like it, it's actually kind of creepy the and, arm wrestling oh, man, scene it's just such a good yeah. movie. yeah um yeah, the only thing is it, the uh, the sexual dynamics haven't aged well. 
in this. Uh. There's some, yeah, there's some regrettable scenes <laughs> between her and her. Well, that's not cool. I haven't actually seen it in, in a bit, so. I mean, um, I would have to, I would have to check those out. Not that we need to uh, highlight them. Yeah. Uh, lastly, I watched the movie Mother. Mother. Mother! Exclamation point. Yeah. Um, uh, the 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 J Law joint. J. Oh yeah, it's got a cast. Uh, J Law, yeah, Javier Bardem, Michelle Pfeiffer, Ed Harris, uh, Domhnall. Why Gleason. am I so uninterested in seeing this movie? I'm the same boat, dude. I, I have no desire to see this whatsoever. Well, that's appropriate because it was bad. It was incredibly <laughs> bad. It was stupid. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Was it? it okay, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. Pick one. Cage match. Okay. Okay. This or ghost story on what oh no to watch <laughs> pick one to watch because uh, i feel like these came out at relatively similar times and had relatively the same reception oh man you, you really you really threw him aside once so i'm breaking his stride dude that's my whole goal today ghost story was a boring meditation presented to you by someone who had no idea how to even spell the word meditation this is just a pile of hot garbage. So there's like things happening Pick on screen, <laughs> but they don't mean anything. And it's obnoxious to watch it. it, it would you He's rather be bored or annoyed is what you're asking me? Well, uh, I mean, I'm asking that's your for choice. An He's asked you for an answer. I guess I'd the rather, listener is asking you for an answer. Mark. I think I'd rather watch whichever one's shorter. And I don't have, <laughs> I don't have that information. You don't you know which one felt shorter. Uh, I would say Ghost Story felt shorter just because there's oh, absolutely shit. nothing in it. And you ranted on that one for a <laughs> lot of moments. Yeah, that movie was ballsack. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so this, this movie was just as ballsack. It's less than ball. It's less worse than ballsack. This movie is also ballsack, but it actually has like content in it and actors. So that's well. Nice. Now you seem like you'd rather pick this movie. Uh, so the funny thing about this movie is the first, I would say, third or so is actually so anxiety-inducing that it's actually kind of interesting to talk about. Like, essentially, the first bit of this movie, before you kind of get the hook, is people keep showing up to their house to have, like, a house party, and all Jennifer Mm -hmm. Lawrence wants to do is finish painting the rooms and clean and, like, make it nice and presentable, but people keep showing up and breaking their shit and her husband is just like, yeah, sport, come in. Dude, spoiler sport. Spoil sport. <laughs> this is the worst review I've ever heard. Yeah, you're Well, what do you expect? You're breaking my stride for the last I've 10 minutes. I've broken it. It's been broken. Uh, so I'm just going to power through. I'm just going to power right through. <laughs> you're not. The t- <laughs> you're floundering. <laughs> <laughs> so the first bit of this movie is actually kind of horror because it makes you so uneasy because it's just anxiety amuck. I use a muck okay. a lot these days. And then it really takes a turn. <laughs> it's a new thing I'm doing. And then as soon as you get the metaphor that they're trying to go for, it just it's so ham-fisted and stupid and like poorly applied. Uh it's <clears throat> I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to get into the end of it because that would actually spoil the whole thing and not just like the first yeah, 10 minutes. We're not spoiler You'd be a section. spoiler sport. Spoiler sport. Yeah, but no spoiler sport. Here's here's the spoiler I will give you. It's bad and don't watch it. This movie was so bad, it broke up J-Law and Darren Aronofsky. <laughs> because she was willing to admit that the movie itself was bad, and he wasn't. Uh, I, I think a lot of things were going to break that up regardless. They were, they were just looking for a thing. I mean, that's it's certainly possible. But, you know, I can this start the rumor incarnate. mill. I can participate in it. Sure. Those are the three movies I watched. 
<laughs> Jake, you piece I of shit. I only had you one go. this week. I only had one this week. Um, uh, this one oh, I'm is... Jake. Yeah, I am Jake. Yeah. Uh, this one's coming at us from Iceland. Of course it is. Erlinger Thjordsson, who did Child Eater. He did one of the segments of, or maybe more than that, I could be mistaken, of uh, Patient 7. Okay. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is basically a movie about two men who have broken up in the past, and one of them gets a call from the other, and he sounds suicidal and drunk, and he's like, he tells him where he is, he's at this remote cabin in Iceland, and he goes to okay. check on him, right? Okay. And horror ensues. I, I um, like the, I like that concept. So this movie is, I call, after a while, I, I walked into this thinking it was going to be, like, right down the middle home invasion horror. Okay. In the wilds of Iceland, and this ended up being more Wait. of- is you telling me what it actually ended up being going to spoil it for me? Because I'm very I don't think interested. It's, no, I don't think okay. it's a spoiler. Okay. I don't think okay. it's a spoiler, but I think it's proper to set expectations so you can go in and appreciate it for what it is. Okay. okay? Fair, so what fair, this fair. is is more horror-ish than that, and it's more of a drama with some heavy horror elements. Okay. Uh, it's much more cerebral. There's a lot of relationship drama, and... I think that I went in with probably the wrong mindset, but if I had gone in with a different mindset, I probably would have enjoyed it more. What this movie did incredibly well was create anxiety, and it was beautiful, and it had an amazing soundscape overall. So effects and score were both really good. I like all that. Um, I would recommend this movie only to major horror fans, I okay. think. Say the name of the movie. It's kind of horror-ish. It's kind of horror-ish. You have to be a major horror fan, or you have to be really into like. <laughs> so it's a, a real shitty. Uh, I don't know. I don't thriller, know unless would... you're a deep horror. No, no, no. Fan, no I don't think so. It's a good thriller. I don't think so. I think for horror people looking for a horror movie, you need to be really deep in it to like get at some of what's going on. Some of the things that this reminded me of, off the cuff, like one of the things that I remember thinking of was Lake Mungo. Okay, I like that. And you have to be a deep horror fan to like Lake Mungo. Another that I kind of thought of, and this is like too high praise, but it's still somewhat similar, was there are certain elements of this that to me are a little bit Hitchcockian. Okay. Um, however, I, I just, I don't think that your run of the mill person looking for a horror movie would get what they are looking for from watching this as a viewing experience. I do think that if you framed it more as a thriller sure. and you kind of like pose the relationship drama, the, the central premise of the movie you could probably pull in people from a wider swath because it's like, oh, it's a foreign language film and there's like this beautiful relationship piece to it. It was an interesting movie, I'll give it that, but I, I think that I went in with slightly improper expectations is all I'll say. Yeah, Rec you just turned the corner a little bit because I... Tenuous recommendation. Okay. I, I enjoyed it, but I don't know if, if you sat down if the average person would. Okay. All right. That's it's more of a deep cut movie, I think, in general. I mean, you have to sit down, first of all, you have to sit down and get through the whole language barrier, which I know some people aren't into. Now, let me ask a question. Mm -hmm. How'd you watch it? Uh, it's on Shudder. So if you subscribe okay. to Shudder, you can go ahead and get that right now. Hey, hey, Shudder, quick FYI, we are free agents and available to be sponsored. Send us beer. Say the name of the movie again, Jake. It is called Rift. Rift. There you go. That is what I watched this week. It was like an interesting that. one. Feels like about time for the feature presentation. About. Yeah, give or take. Over at ADZHorror.com this week, we watched 2017's Tragedy Girls. 
this is a, a kind of a slasher movie, and this one was uh, one of the one of the crop that came to us from a listener. Yeah, uh, Jake, I think you picked this from the listener suggestion. So who yeah. did this come to us from? Yeah, we we've had some recommendations coming from listeners. This one came at us by way of Reddit. Uh, Sugar Shane three thirty three. Thanks for the recommendation. Also, if you are the boxer, don't punch any of us, please. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Also, just for the record, his recommendation was very tenuous. It wasn't really a recommendation. He just asked if we had seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that was Bam! enough to get us to watch it. That's, that's the threshold. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've seen it now, motherfucker. We're going to talk about it. Uh, yeah, so Jake. Yeah. What did you know about this movie? Uh, very, well, I, I was going to say very little. I mean, we This is an HRR thing from, like, relatively recently, so I knew enough. Like, yeah. I also knew that this movie had gotten relatively high praise when it was released. Yep. Uh, horror comedy. Two girls, their social media happening, and horror slasherings. Totally. That's, all I knew. That's all I needed to know. I didn't need to know anymore. I didn't want to know anymore. Yeah. Mark, you in the same boat? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of lost in the shuffle of the 50 whatever movies that came out in October of 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked good. I remember wanting to revisit it. Re- yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, just kind of got lost in the shuffle. So, Mark, is what just happened in your head there that you thought you had mispronounced the word revisit, but then you looked at it and remembered you had pronounced it correctly? That's what it seemed like happened for you just then. Well, I didn't actually look at it. But yes. Uh, but you thought about it. Oh yeah, I, it. I had to. I had to proofread my own oh. sentence in my head after oh, I said his, it all. His stride is so broken right I, now. I don't know why I was aware that you thought you had mispronounced it, but I could see in your face that you thought you had mispronounced that word. Maybe Listener, it just... this is the this is the voice of a man whose stride has been broken. <laughs> I'm just gonna tap out for the next five minutes, collect myself. I'm gonna go watch two minutes of the movie Ghost Story and then pop back in. That'll calm me down. Raging. A raging inferno. You're going to come back in hot. Watch the pie scene. Oh my god. It's longer than two minutes. She sits there and eats pie for a solid five fucking minutes without saying anything. She's ready to go. She eats a (laughs) whole pie. We got him back. back. All right. Mark's back. Mark's back. I got him back just by mentioning something. Jake. Yeah. You selected this movie from our listener recommendations, and you know what that means. No. You're going to have to give us a 30 second plot synopsis, what that means, you motherfucker. Okay. 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock, and it's going to start when you start. Hit us with your plot synopsis. Two high school BFF, Sadie and Michaela, uh, they take advantage of and leverage, quote-unquote for business terms, killings that are happening for their social media benefit to become stars, and they begin to partake in those so they can continue to perpetuate their own fame. Uh, they kill a lot of people, and the big hook of this movie is that this has been happening for a really long time, and it seems like they're going to find ways to continue to stay together and do that in the future. How much time's left? Three seconds. I'm, I'm done. A time? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you hit the, the theme of the movie yeah. square on the head. It was fine. I, I didn't need to talk about Big Al. I don't know how much plot you covered. That's what the movie's about. Big there's Al not, there's is not a, there, most of what's great about this I did movie. not need to talk about Big Al in the 30-second plot synopsis. I needed to hit the main points, and that's what I did. You this is not talk, a plot-heavy movie. You gave up. You could have talked no, about something. No, that was fine. You could have talked about how do. the sheriff was basically Tommy Lee Jones from No Country for Old Men. No, none of that's important. The sheriff was Tommy Lee Jones from any Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't matter. That's <laughs> like, a distinction. No that's a distinction that need not be made. It's just Mark. Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> what was that Tommy Lee Jones movie where he had to protect a bunch of cheerleaders? <laughs> oh shit! Like that? He was from. It's it's the sheriff from that movie. That's what this is. Great. I I, I don't care. I think I hit the. I think I hit the points. Okay, I really do. All right. Well, I mean, well, right, look. If fine. if you make the head of the nail super big, you can't really be that. 
impressed with yourself when you hit the head of the nail. I'm not impressed. Look, his barrier for impressed is very low. That's That's true. Especially impressed with himself. That's valid, yeah. I mean, that explains Mark, I used the word leverage. <laughs> good, good point. Yeah, no, you really. Know All right, that. boys. All right, you've, I got something important me. right up top. I got something right up top. What? I, I, I want to head some off the past. Did we mention that we were going to spoil this movie? Yes, absolutely. I mean, we have sure. now. And I also, I also mentioned that spoiling this movie is less important than spoiling other movies. Oh yeah, you did. Plus, okay, last plot focused movie. It is now. I have something important right up top. Okay, boys. no, you don't. Okay. This might just be me because I'm drunk. Yes. I was going to make a whole shitload of jokes about how we need to get more followers and social media by murdering a bunch of people and do all that. And we, we need to follow the model of the tragedy girl. So I thought maybe we could just like get all that shit out of the way right up front. Do 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 our all the bits we got about how just, look, we could do the same thing as them. We could kill some people. We'd be better at it. We could kill all the people. And, and, and that would get our podcast a lot of listens. Jack, uh, Well, Jack, I got to tell you, I didn't that's have one that of the most bit. idiotic things I've ever heard in my life. Uh, I, uh, I we was... would not be as good as them. Although I don't know uh, how, I don't know how they did some of the things they did. So we'll get to that. They're in a pretty later, terrible at things. Physics is the on their side. Physics is on their side. Physics um, warps to. Also, going to go ahead and say that that that, that is a tactic for incre- increasing your followership. I wouldn't recommend it. Agreed. Uh, the implication, Jack, because of the implication. Yes. Look, it's not the best tactic. No, it's not a good tactic. Period. It's a tactic. It's well. We could, we, well, look, we've never even discussed it. Not on air. We are now. Okay. This is a behind-the-scenes conversation is what I'm learning. <laughs> Shut up, listener. Don't listen. <laughs> Shut up, listener. Don't listen. But okay, also, go give us again. a review, please. <laughs> Also, just shut up, no, listener. Listen, shut the, the the phrase "shut up, listener" by itself might be my favorite thing. <laughs> shut up, listener. Oh man! So, what the fuck type of subcategory does this thing belong to? I'm gonna get us back. You on didn't track. even get, get it you, right. You got like Stridey half the words right there. <laughs> Did you just call me Stridey oh. McBroken? Yeah, oh. I like it. I actually kind of like that. Slasher. This is a slasher movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jake, comedy. Yes, that's it. Mark. That's all there is. <laughs> you gave up at you. <laughs> this does some of the same. It's not a. We don't track it as a category, like a subcategory. Uh, but this does kind of like the meta thing a little bit. It, it's definitely yeah. So, it's playing with a lot of the tropes in the horror world. Lots yeah, and yeah, lots yeah, and yeah, lots yeah, and yeah, lots. Would lots you lots. consider this splatter at all? No. no. Okay. There is a blood splatter at certain points. There's a few. Yeah, it was a heavy flow day, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've all been there. I, I know. <laughs> Maybe we should just, uh, yeah, there, there, there isn't any more categories. Should we just get into what the movie does right? Yeah, it's a dumb segment anyway. Let's get into what the movie does right. <laughs> Who wants to start? I'll start. <laughs> wow. Uh, you no. could have just started instead of, like, berating well, I'm looking, us I'm, uh, Well, I, I don't know. I'm just waiting for Mark Stride to be back. This is, a, this is like Mark an Stride actual... Never left. This actually is a funny movie. A lot of horror comedies... Uh, the joke of the movie is kind of like the horror element that yeah. is being joked upon. Whereas this movie, when I, as I watched it, this is just a movie that is funny. It is a comedy that has a lot of like laugh out loud moments, lines, etc. Comedic effect, 
that there is a lot of horror happening around. We talk about this a lot. Being aware that you're using tropes and commenting on the fact that you're using tropes yeah. isn't sufficient to make it a good movie. You have to also do something funny or interesting with them, right? Yeah. Just saying, it, it's the reason so many movies that are trying to be B-movies are really, really shitty. Yeah. Because just saying, like, I'm aware of this in horror movies and it sucks. And I'm, I'm noting it to the viewer. That's not enough. You, you have to also be independently funny, and this movie is. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I agree with you, and it's funny to the degree that, like, those, like, the trope conversation, I understand your point, but the trope conversation is, like, an aside, because I'm just talking about, like, this could stand, like, the humor that exists in here is super bad level, like, funny things happening. And then when you add the horror in, you get the horror comedy mixture, so. It's good. It's yeah. very well executed. Yeah. Do they even mention tropes in this? Yeah. Well, I mean, things are mentioned, yeah. Like, there's the whole relationship, air quotes, that's happening with Sadie, and I don't remember his Jordan. name. Names aren't important. Jordan? Yeah, that's Jordan. Mini Quaid. Jordan. I'm pretty sure he's related to the Quaids. That, yeah, that is Quaid. kind of the yeah. vehicle that they use to, like, bring in... Ha! He's walked farther than that in the snow before. Uh, bring in all of the old, like horror stuff and to bring in anything that is a nod to the genre like there's the conversation they have where he's like hey i watched martyrs i got through it and then they're like talking about dario argento and all that stuff oh yeah so true. while that's not necessarily like a trope a lot of that ha he is a vehicle for that like there's a scene that happens in his house is like right before fucking tree from mystery alaska comes in and <laughs> slashes him but they have fucking they have night of the living dead playing on the tv in the base in the and on the first floor mark to your point uh, unlike a lot of self-aware horror movies or trying to be self-aware this doesn't like point out the tropes this doesn't say like this is a thing that happens in horror movies and and it's happening here they just use a lot of the tropes of horror movies they do a show not tell kind of a situation yeah okay yeah that's a fair that's a fair assessment i like it i like it yeah here's another Mark, thing. what do you think the movie does right the intro scene is a great tone setter Really great. The cold the open. car on the bridge in the foggy night? Yeah, all the way through them capturing the dude. Okay. Kay. The cold open. Yes. Those <laughs> are the words I said. <laughs> I, I didn't it, hear cold. Might might be a nitpick. Might might belong at a, at a station we're going to approach later. Well, get to your nitpick later. Nobody stops on a fucking one-lane bridge note. to make out. I have that okay. note. Bad place okay. to stop. Just okay. get off the bridge. Just maybe, pull off the side of the road. Look, maybe they had identified one-lane bridges as this guy's M.O. He likes ladies with short hair and one-lane bridges. In fairness to the in fairness but, to the gentleman who is slashed, uh, probably the safest place he could have been as far as not getting slashed, but then he was slashed anyway. It's okay. going to be trickier for the slasher to come but and do the as, slashing. But as a high school gentleman who was looking for some nookie, he should have identified that this is the most likely place to be interrupted. I think it was just a handy. And that does put a lot of pressure on you. Like, if someone shows up behind you, flashes the Mark, this is an important question. Mark, I have an important question. Yes. Put a blanket down. Different question. I have a second important question. That's how. Okay. Mark, do you not consider a handjob nookie? No. No. Oh, Jake said no, too. Okay. Nookie isn't just... It's not nookie. No. Is nookie legitimate penetration? It's actually illegitimate no, but there's penetration like... as well. <laughs> How do you assess the legitimacy of penetration? Yeah. Uh, consent? Oh, oh that you went. You wow, took that we're going way way <laughs> off the rails. Holy cow. Look, is a, a handy is a nookie. Okay, I'm learning some things. <laughs> no, it's not nookie. No, it's home base. Nookie is home base. Well, well okay. Is a now you're making no sense. This is, now we're confused again. 
What's an in, what's an in park double? <laughs> an in park double, just a double. That's a normal. That that's a, a baseball normal term? baseball play. Is that, no, is that... no, he's talking about Mark tried to do a sports thing and it did not work. I don't like baseball. Baseball. <laughs> he's sports. talking about an in the park home run. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Or were you refer? Were you trying to refer to a ground rule double? I Ooh, think a ground rule double. Home run good. is a handy. No. Okay. Jake. None of these matter. Okay. None of these matter. <laughs> what, what else does the, the movie do right? What does it do right? Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, both of our lead actors are delightful and charming as fuck. They're both great. They play the role of the anti-hero very well, and part of this is writing. I got to give it to that. Oh but yeah. They act it well because. You- you find yourself so attracted to the despicable things. They're they are irredeemable assholes, and you love and you it. love them. Yeah, and 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 this is okay. Uh, I Michaela and what's the other uh, character? Sadie. Name? Sadie. I don't know which is which. One of them is uh, Storm from the most re- uh, from from X Men Apocalypse, and the other one is Negasonic Teenage Warhead from the Deadpool movie. Yeah, Deadpool so, is Sadie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, they are both terrific actors. This is it, it's they do a very good job. Yeah, the cast overall They're... is is wonderful. And this would be so easy to fuck up. You know what's funny is right before we watched this movie, I was we were having a conversation with one of uh, my friends around here at a bar that basically centered around how charming a person Josh Hutcherson is. And we were just kind of talking which, about it. I mean, I'm which Team one's Gale, he? but which Pete one is, is great. he the 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 motorcycle guy motorcycle or the video guy, editing yeah. guy? Uh, okay. And then, yeah, I mean, we had no idea that he was in this, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, Josh Hutcherson shows up being all dreamboaty and motorcycly. But that's exactly what this movie does, is it, like, it's almost like four or five movies in a row that just each features its own bit player who ends up getting killed. Yeah, he's great, and who plays the uh, the actual, or actual is, is wrong, but the, the serial killer who, like, kicks everything off? I don't know. He's a that guy. Oh, I don't KD, know that actor's KD, name. Yeah, it's Kevin Durant. Yes! That guy is awesome, and he does a great job. You will too. remember him from Dark Was the Night. And many other and things. And Mystery Alaska. And, and Smoke and Aces. Yes. Everyone's, Smoke everyone's and favorite Aces. movie. Yeah! <laughs> Smoke and Aces is great. Fuck I mean, yeah. it actually is. It's pretty pretty solid. Alicia Keys yeah. with a giant sniper rifle. What more do you want? Been, been a while since I've seen a that. A lot. Movie. Oh, go back and watch it. A lot more. A to Z Horror reviews Smoke <laughs> and Aces next week. It's going to happen. I'm going to do the one with the bumblebee now. <laughs> My beers have different things on their Yeah, Jake's, indivi- Jake's such a hipster that his individual beers, all in a six-pack, each have an individual artwork on the label. No, I think there's only two. Okay. I got one for you. Thanks, buddy. So I'm going to get us back. I think this no. is something we all noted. What did you guys think about the music in this movie? Okay. Uh, awesome. Okay. Thank you. Well, well okay. Just awesome? Uh, It's not just awesome. The soundtrack of this movie is unquestionably something the movie does right, and it's great, and it's terrific, and Mm -hmm. it's amazing. (laughs) But I couldn't even enjoy it that much. Because the fucking volume is so much obscenely louder when it's playing music Hmm. than it is when any dialogue is happening. I didn't have that problem with this movie, and I watched it on the same TV that I watched last week's movie. Heartthrob. Heartthrob on. And I had a ton of problem with that movie. Same thing. That's weird, because yeah. I watched this on the same setup I watched Heartthrob on too. And I I mean, my my lovely wife was asleep. When <laughs> I, I watched mean, this movie. That's the weirdest. <laughs> oh, look, 
You're, you're slowly asleep, seeing so Jeff's I was trying not to wake her up, and the amount I had to turn the fucking volume up to hear any words they were saying. Then when a song kicked this in... This is what the movie does right category. A, but you brought it up, or Mark brought it up. Well, because the music is actually yeah, good. Yeah, because it's great. The music so, is great. What this for the record? I think it's a middle for me. For the record, no, it's a, I it's did a not game. have that problem whatsoever. I thought they yeah, was so, perfectly. Balanced. So we're really, just, we're gonna okay. We're gonna chalk it up to the fact that your setup was not good for this. I guess what my this setup. movie's soundtrack kind of reminds me of is a certain movie called Orange County, <laughs> where it's very indicative of like what's cool as like. Right at the end of high school, going into college, for I had time, that thought too. You have like your Mac DeMarcos and your Tame Impalas and your Colts. Like this movie had so many like currently having a moment, having a moment bands. Yes, yeah. Jake, uh, to be clear, none of those bands are in Orange County. I would agree with you. No, but it's the same sort of thing. I would agree yes. with you, but it, that it feels like the time to me. I would agree with you, but that song by the Teddy Bears. Where the style goes, bomb diggy, bomb to dang, dang, wiggy, wiggy. The dang diggy, diggy. Yeah, that song. It's not on there, ooh, so ooh, ooh, completely ooh, disagree. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Which might be a copy of a Kid Rock song. No, I just can never actually separate Cobra Style from Bowdaba, whatever that song's called. I can never Bow separate those two in my ba with a ba because they're the same song. I think the Teddy Bears copied Kid Rock. Let's get to the bottom of this. This is what the listeners tuned into. This episode look, is a Mark. hot mess, you guys. Look, Mark. <laughs> Both songs go ba with a ba to dang to dang diggy diggy. There aren't a lot of songs that do that. But one of them says, "My style is bomb diddy whatever." Yes, one of the songs does say that. The implementation of the soundtrack is really cool too. They they use it really well, and they use it with a lot of their visuals. So they'll have like the things that. By themselves, I would not really enjoy, like, the whole, like, let's pop up the fucking emoji things and while they're typing and stuff, but they kind of sync it to the music to a level where it's actually entertaining. Yeah, yeah, so that, that texting emoji thing is kind of becoming a trope because you have to have a way to show when somebody's texting what sure. they're texting about. Sure, it's I like the new that, wave because... I call that the hmm? Sherlock effect. That Yes. That's what I associate yes. with. Yeah. Yes, the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock thing. Yep. Yeah, uh, now, I, I, I had this thought about the music. I wonder if you guys feel the same way. I, I thought they used music in a very similar way to Shaun of the Dead, where it's yeah. it's really good songs you've heard before to, to, to like put a pin on scenes. A scene that would be good anyway without the song, but then it just highlights it, and it, it makes it that much better. I thought it was a really, uh, I mean, it was really good. There's very little to detract from the soundtrack and its implementation. Uh, the implementation could have been, for me... Uh, you had an outlier experience, but it happens. They, they didn't properly play test on Roku TVs. Yeah, sorry. Uh, d- no, I'm not on a Roku TV. I'm on a computer with computer speakers that uh, I think were purchased in 1998. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think they need to apologize for that. One other thing before we move on. I, I had a note here that I really liked the way they... I, this is sort of what Jake was saying. I like the way they transition from diegetic to non-diegetic, where it's... Totally. You're, you listen to the song in, like, full force, and then it zooms in, and it's actually coming out of the radio or whatever, and they change the no, the noise profile so it actually goes from being the full spectrum. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I mean... Shaun of the Dead. It's a common thing, but I guess what I was going to point out is I, they did it twice at the beginning with, like, really interesting transitions, and then they stopped. It just wasn't in there. There's off. two. And, and okay, to, to pile on to, to the, the goodness of the sound effects there, there are 
a few little instances of sound effects being used to great effect in this movie. I'm thinking specifically, there's there's a lot of little touches. Um, when when Michaela is is hiding in the car outside in the street, and after it happens, you've never heard anything but the motor of of the the seat trying to like recline as she lowers back. They they emphasize the motor so much. It's such a great little effect like the little touches like that the things they choose to emphasize yeah are over, so effective overall sound design is really good yeah really good yeah i think yeah. that might just take us to what it does middle unless you guys have anything else uh the sound the sound is what it does middle the, oh, i didn't like you're this. you're hammering on something that we've already covered okay then fuck somebody else talking about what it does middle My jesus right jordan is very clearly 26 <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fine with it because that's sort of the trope of slasher I mean, movies where the guy okay, is way Mark, too old to be in high school. The girls school, but, look uh, older too. You're you're wrong about that. Okay. The girls look older too. The 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 main dude, you're talking about the video editing sheriff's son guy, right? Yes. He's the same age as the 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 Negasonic teenage warhead girl, who I think are twenty two. Oh, that's incorrect. I fact checked this before. Okay. Well that you should bet. Here. You should bet. And Michaela is twenty six. I, well, she looks twenty six. You should bet. I actually couldn't find Michaela's age, so that might be true. But I can. What are you I can, talking about? I can one hundred percent. I can one hundred percent guarantee you that Jack Quaid and Brianna Hildebrand are not the same age. Oh, okay. bet. Okay. Okay. No, Mark, should. look, we're gonna we're gonna fashion a bet here. <laughs> okay. I don't want to bet that they're the same age. I bet that Hildebrand and Jack Quaid, uh, Jack Quaid, thank you, are both under twenty three. Okay. And Michaela is over twenty four. Uh, well, I pr- I Lock kind of agree in. with you on Michaela. Fuck. But they no, both have to be. I I have to be right on both, and you have to be right on both. So what if I'm right on one and so you're then right it, on one? Then what ignore happens? Michaela. Ignore Michaela. Yeah. Jack Quaid and Hildebrand are both under twenty three. Yeah. My point was that Jack Quaid is way too old. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's a bet. Jake officiated. Yeah. Okay. Of course. In my club, I will splash the pot whenever the fuck I please. That's it. Gambling. (laughs) Hildebrand is August 96. Jack Quaid, April 1992. Four years apart. I think I lose? Yeah, you lose by four years. By a lot. Jack Quaid is... So how old is Jack Jack Quaid? is 26. Michaela is also 26. Sadie is 22. I, You know what's stupid about this bet? Jake, I wasn't looking at my notes, but look at look at this note that I'm highlighting for you here. I'm betting so, against myself. So, listener, Jack is drunk <laughs> enough that he bet against himself because he has a note here that says, Jor- and I quote, Jordan looks, I mean, 10 years older than these girls. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just bet that he was young. I also don't know why you would go into a bet when I said that I fact check it before the podcast. Oh, Mark, you say a lot of things. No, you say a lot of things. I mean, we all say a lot of things. All three of us talk. That's kind of the purpose (laughs) of the podcast. Mark, what is he watching? Good question. That's a great question. Okay, Jack. Yeah, Mark. I have been curious about what your opinion would be on this movie for a while. It's not necessarily... A bad movie, but it's definitely also not a good movie. Uh, so you might be getting off kind of easy. You are going to watch Flight 7500. Oh, interesting. I think I might have picked this as my top one that month, even. Uh, it's <laughs> certainly possible. 
<laughs> Maybe I should just actually like hold your feet to the fire, make you watch your top ones. That's what I should do. Get you drunk, make you make a stupid bet, and then actually make you watch top ones from the past months. What a well look that first part is is an easy one. Uh, it takes a lot to get me drunk. I don't do it a lot. It no, takes never. a lot to get you drunk. You don't do it a lot. Mark, I was. These are the I'm ramblings drunk. of a drunk man. <laughs> Mark, let's get back on track. What did this movie do middle for you? Well, I, we were well, just talking about Jordan is 26, and it's pretty goddamn obvious. And the reason I bring that up as it does middle, it is sort of an, yep. an immersion breaker, but it's also so yeah. part of the genre now that I don't really care anymore, and it's fine. Well, it's almost like you have to do it just to be part of of the party right because it's such an obvious thing like throughout the ages of horror movie history that you kind of just have to do it as a nod to what's come before you at this point well and obviously there are like legit i mean it grew out of the fact that there are logistical limitations about hiring teenagers for your movie oh yeah oh yeah you can't make them work as long it's a fucking crime it's a crime that is a crime yeah, you know it's the government telling us who we I can mean, and can't hire for so many hours a day. Michaela's Michaela's the oldest, right? Probably by a We've, month. I don't dude, know. we're way past this. <laughs> Are you paying attention right now? No, bet. <laughs> we're gonna bet. <laughs> yeah, do you want to bet? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, Jake read the note. I had a I had a legitimate note. He looks so much older than them. He's yeah. I mean, whatever. He's he's a quaid. He's charming. I'm fine with it. Yeah, and. He's walked further than that in the snow before. Well, that's that's his uncle. I don't know how they're related, so I'm just going to assume it's an uncle. They're not. I, I don't need... Dennis Quaid and this Quaid are related. You guys should bet. I'm not betting that. Okay, that'd be a stupid bet yeah. by you. <laughs> well, you made a stupid bet too, Jack. I mean, that would be less stupid. <laughs> hey, when do you think Friends started? <laughs> okay. Uh, the other one I had written down. Sill's death uh was awesome she's the obnoxious cheerleader captain but uh it's a it's a great awesome hilarious scene but also i have no idea how you get caught in a trap chain thing around your ankle and then fly directly into a bandsaw i think that's that's more uh, i i didn't hate that death look it i didn't hate it either it's awesome but also i have no idea how it was actually supposed to happen i don't think it's Maybe it is what it does middle in that you have to suspend a lot of disbelief for this movie. There's a lot of yes. nonsense. Like, look, I could I could bring up the same thing. If Craig Robinson's head isn't going to get sliced open by a, a dull bar. By a bar. No, it's he's, not, he's using razor weights. Work. That was one of my nitpicks. I was going to bring that up later, but yeah. Yeah, well. yeah. So, yeah. So, but that, that fits in the same. I don't think this is a middle thing, maybe. I, I don't know. No, I do think. I do think in general the kills in this movie are middle. Okay. Like, I... I for what this movie, I, I, for the work this movie puts in everywhere around the kills, I thought it could have done a little bit better in terms of the actual execution. It could have. It kind of felt like it was it was relying on the, this is a, you know, joke and a B-movie and, 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 a, and we're, it also, we're playing with the tropes, but the kills still have to... Well, do you know what else it did? Is it really started to show its teenness? during the kills because it didn't go into a level of gore and gratuity that it could have. Like it could have been gnarly to the extent, like still funny gnarly, like a cabin in the woods or something like that. It didn't do that. It wasn't on the same level. And to me, that's more of like a teen quality. Sure. And I think that that's a perfect example of what this does middle, because I think it would have benefited more for viewers like us if it had done that, but probably for a younger audience, it didn't matter whatsoever. So I'll say this about that. 
This has less wow. believable deaths than Final Destination. I'll buy that. Yeah, and they even reference they they. I mean, they reference Final Destination. Yes. Do they? Yes. Oh, I missed that. It one. was during that. It was during the woodshop kill. Oh, that's some Final Destination shit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. That I mean, and that one is basically straight out of Final Destination. Actually, there's a weightlifting death in Final Destination. 3. Three, I want to say that's uh, Woodshop is not the same as the weightlifting kill, but uh, no, the, those are entirely fi- different scenes. Good analysis, the, different people. I, I honestly think the the final destination kills are more logical than a lot of these. Like this, the, the, these, and look, we'll, we'll get there when we get to Nipick Station. But yeah, I, I think mean, we're into what the movie does. Wrong. Yeah, we can do yes. it. There, I honestly don't think this is like a middle of the road type movie. It did things well, did things poorly, and here we go. Yeah. So what did it do so poorly, Jake. Jake? What this movie did that I really didn't like was that I felt like what it set up at the start with, and it was exemplified in a lot of ways, the music and the transitions that it had going on, the energy that surrounded all of that, it kind of abandoned that about halfway through the movie, and you didn't really see any more of it. And I don't know why. It really, like, it was noticeable to me. And, Mark, you mentioned immersion-breaking sequences earlier. That was immersion-breaking to me. I was like, where did the tone go? There was a total tonal shift. And there's another one that happens at the end of the movie when the whole, like, prom thing happens and they lock people in. And by that point, it was actually really dark. And I enjoyed the fact that it wasn't, like, still, like, Mac DeMarco playing in the background or some bullshit. (laughs) That felt uncomfortable, and I enjoyed that, but I felt like it made that transition too early, and it felt like it lost a lot of steam that had built up at the start to me. It's it, it's interesting, because, yes, I, I agree with you, but at the same time, that, that kind of development is kind of the necessary progress of a narrative, right? You have to, no, you have to really. hit a point like that. Right. So, to clarify, are you talking about the point where she saves, Sadie saves Jordan, becomes the hero, and then leaves Michaela behind in that that stretch of movie? I think it happened, I think it started earlier than that, where it just kind of, like, it felt like it started fast, and, and maybe it's just you becoming a little bit desensitized as the viewer to this movie's shtick, in which case that'd be more of a nitpick, but I popped it in this category because that's how I felt coming out These of it. These are very well-defined categories, so... I, I know, it's a we're, perfect, it's a perfect system. system. I felt like before that, the movie kind of started to abandon the sheer excess that it had developed at the start of the movie with all the things popping up and the diegetic, non-diegetic like, sound things happening and all of the music that was happening. It kind of just turned into a movie at some point. I can't tell you exactly where that was. I hate it when movies turn into movies. But no, this wasn't. Exactly That's what this movie had talking about. It was... This is a different experience, and then it became something like it. Then you were very acutely aware that they're developing whatever to get to yeah, the point. I, so I yeah, think I didn't enjoy. That. I didn't really notice this, but I think it ties into something that I did want to say, which is that there's substantial amounts of this movie that don't need to be there at all. Mm-hmm. You could get rid Maybe of entirely of one of the three kills. You could get rid of any of them. Probably Craig Robinson is the least sure. is the least important. He's he's arg- arguably one Craig of the best Robinson characters. Kill, you're going to take out Craig Robinson, and I don't want that. No, well, I I mean I I understand that criticism. I you sh- should just work Craig Robinson into another role. But essentially, what they have is you just you know you first stalk Josh Hutcherson and then you kill him, and then you stalk 
Sadie, and then you kill her, and then you stalk Big Al, and then you kill him, and then you uh, sorry, Sil, not Sadie, and then and then plot actually happens because that's when she saves Jordan and things occur, and there's like a shift where it goes from just like stalk and kill and stalk and kill and stalk and kill to we have to at some point put like narrative in this movie. And when they do that, there is like a distinct shift. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't enjoy that though. I think it happened. Like I, I will agree with you that this was a choice. I think this was probably a choice that was made for the benefit of, Oh my God, we have to tell a story. I think they could have probably been a bit more clever with their execution of it so, and so kept their tone a little bit more consistent. You're, you're having a thought I had kind of throughout this movie, which is Edgar Wright didn't direct this movie. <laughs> you guys are <laughs> finishing the same Honestly. sandwiches. Honestly. Yeah. Like, like it, they, they do a great thing where it's a really novel and interesting first act. Yep. And then when they start to have to get to the movie you have to tell story how do you get to the end yeah i mean edgar wright gets there and does it and maintains the same tone and it's a difficult thing to do and in the end i I have no concept of how to do it yeah and 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 here they succumb to telling a story and making a movie yeah and look i still enjoyed it but i think it's something that's worth mentioning and what it does i I completely agree because it changed my experience i I completely agree yeah Look, and it, it sucks to penalize a movie for not being directed by Edgar Wright, because that's a lot of movies, but this would have been better. That's almost every movie ever made. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think I don't know a lot about Tyler McIntyre. He's the director and writer. He also co-wrote it with Chris Hill. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about his backlog, but I would expect that um, he doesn't have a huge backlog of things he's written and really developed that craft. And I mean, this is obviously... I feel like this is a great concept movie. You see it in your head, but then being able to fill out an entire length of movie is a challenge for and, and your I first also movie that you're a, writing. A big part of it is is studio driven too, right? <clears throat> Edgar yeah. Wright has has the ability to be like, "Fuck you! This is what I'm doing, and this is how we're finishing a movie." Whereas a movie studio wants a predictable narrative that that follows the same path as every other movie. Yeah, and I mean, look for this to be your first noteworthy directing credit. Let's say pretty fucking promising absolutely so i don't want to take too much away from that but it's it's something that was worth noting and part of that i mean like mark was saying it's it's a more convoluted system that you have to deal with yeah but so so i don't think we're talking about the man's directing being bad and so no, i'm gonna no, move no, on to it i'm gonna well, for I'm the gonna record the directing different... is, is on point it's the writing yes. yeah, yeah, like is a yes. little loose i'm i'm gonna move on to I a different thing that, yeah. i think the movie does wrong okay do it do it there are a couple of scenes where the effects are bad. Give me that. And I mean legitimately bad. Give me them. Wait, the wait. First one, better or worse than the green screen scene from Heartthrob? Oh, better. Better. Yeah, okay, good. So that's good. Better. Yep, I'm glad <laughs> I we're mean, on the same there was there. nothing in this movie that remotely approached that. <laughs> but the the first one is is the the broken leg on Mark, your guy from the Josh Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson. It's terrible it's a different size than his other leg <laughs> well, no, it's noticeably no, small know that they did not linger on it though i, I mean i rewound to them. look at yeah, it yeah you have it to you have to go bad. out of your way to look at it but it's definitely there <laughs> it looks terrible it's, i mean they knew they weren't spending much time on that fuck and it wasn't particularly hard right this is a this is a 
a, a graphics effect that you're just drawing a leg on a flat background where they're not moving. And they, I mean, they could have done a number of things. And they drew, they just drew a different sized leg. I'm actually they pretty drew. sure you could just have him lay in a way that he could do that naturally with his own leg. Absolutely. Yeah. But instead, they chose a leg that's comically small and weirdly sized and looks bad. The other one that was the most noteworthy to me was the head um, of the 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 would be uh captain of the cheer squad she was the captain right, the, of the cheer squad the pretender to the throne Sil, you're right? talking about Sill. yes after they kill her her head is so clearly and obviously the sculpture and bad. i love that her nose was like it looks wood choppered off though <laughs> it looks yeah i like that yeah but it looks nothing like her head so i and for a movie that does the other effects as good as it does, like... Well, I... Okay, it, as, as okay... They don't this, go that deep into them. True, but th- this is a jarring disconnection between what I want it to look I like. I mean, yeah, when they're dis- any of the dismemberment scenes are a little bit janky looking. The, and I actually, think that that actually, actually, the post-mortem dismemberment scene on Sils is, aside from the head, is actually pretty solid looking. I thought yeah, that was... Yeah, I, I didn't think it was that good. head... Jack, look, if you she she drained her brains out using the bandsaw, so naturally your head vessel is going to shrink a little bit. Totally. But it that's expanded just, in some parts. That's just like, science, it's though. It's differently shaped. Yeah, science. there's a lot of pressures that are introduced when you have a bandsaw running through your forehead. You know? All right. You take a bandsaw to your noggin, your head's going to change shape. I'll tell you that much. And I want to be clear, I loved that kill. That click kill, I it made me smile. I enjoyed it. Like it was, it was great all around. But I think the head looked fucking terrible. That kill made me smile. I can't wait for this tape to be used against Jack in like a future, yeah, future totally. court of law. <laughs> yeah. And would you describe the plaintiff's general state of mind as stable? Well, let me play you some tape. So I've sued someone in this situation. I'm the plaintiff, <laughs> and somebody's using this against me. Yes. No, you're not. It's a hard life, Jack. <laughs> Yeah, well, okay, yeah. I don't I don't know in what in You're what the facet they're going to be using this against you, but uh I mean <laughs> they'd be stupid <laughs> not to. defense to something I've sued them for. Yeah, I don't dude. This is baffling. You're really you're really breaking my stride, man. I'm going to go back and Your stride was broken a long time ago, my friend. <laughs> Mark, you everything that the movie does wrong. So, this is a hard one for me to describe. It's a hard movie to review. Yeah, it really is. This was recommended to us because the the user uh Sugar Shane was Curious what we thought about the dialogue, because he thought it was too, like, on-the-nose, teensy, of, like, older people trying to sound like young people. And the problem I have with that assessment is that I thought it just sounded like young people, which to me means that I've crossed the threshold... We can no longer identify so, what's legitimate young people conversation. So here's the, here's the thing here. I Here's the thing. Here's what we have to say. we got to come out with this. Sugar Shane... I think we're probably older than you, bro. <laughs> Didn't sound that bad to me. Uh, <laughs> sounded Jake, like things kids could do. It I'm was, a 19 it was, year old man. It was hella realistic, right, Jack? <laughs> no, I I didn't really. It felt somewhat natural to me compared to others that I've watched. I've certainly heard worse. Yeah, but at the same time, it's so. I think what he might be getting at is that it's so over the top. Like these characters are. Like, they're caricatures comedic for a reason they are caricatures yeah. like but here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing it's not that bad because you look at a, a diablo cody movie and it's way too 
fucking far that direction. Or even like a Wes Anderson movie. It's way too fucking far well, in a direction. Wow. Well, and I would say Quentin Tarantino falls in the same bucket. You either love it Absolutely. or you hate it. It's very polarizing. This but may and, not be... And I don't think this fits into that category. This didn't feel to me so, so far gone. No, I agree. And I mean, I guess for the record, like we are still in our 20s. So I feel like we're not particularly too mm-hmm. far removed. Just barely. Uh, yeah, you know, the, it's the back end. But with... By the time this episode comes out, we're not all going to be in our 20s. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, I also feel like there's a combination there of you can have a script that's inorganic, but if you give it to the right group of people who are willing to like have good enough onset chemistry and they play it well enough... That it yeah. sounds fine, and I feel like that's what yeah. probably happened in this movie. If you hand those lines to someone who is going to deliver them in like a really shitty wooden way, it's going to sound awful. But if you give them to it's, these it's, experienced it's, actors and actresses, then yeah, that could be a good way. To describe but it's it. deep. It's deeper than that, though, because I, I'm I'm thinking about the movie Juno specifically. Mm. That is such a Diablo Cody movie. Oh yeah, and, go back and, and, and watch. And she gave it to such exceedingly talented actors. That look, I like that movie. It's very watchable, but the whole time. Holy shit, the dialogue is so Diablo Cody, you can't deal with Go it. Go back and watch the Rain Wilson scene, the gas station scene. It's it's unbelievable as humans interacting. <laughs> and both of the, Ellen the Page whole... and Rain Wilson are two of my favorite actors. I'll watch almost anything they do, but like no one talks like that. It's impossible. <laughs> but 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 even so but you I I like the movie. I enjoyed it, but as I'm enjoying it, I thought Holy shit, this dialogue is fucking nonsense. And I didn't actively have that thought while watching this movie. Mm. Some of it is on the nose. Yes, this is a on-the-nose criticism of social media. That's that's horseshit. We probably should talk about that and what the movie does wrong. But, no, I mean, we're still in I don't that think it's what the movie so does wrong. Good. It's like very, what this, uh, it, it was very clear about how this is like wallow porn. Yeah, but it's, and it's not to the detriment of, that's not all it's doing. It's doing interesting things also. And I mean, anytime you're making a movie in which the two main characters are caricatures, you're obviously going to go out of your way to make them sound ridiculous. Totally. But also, this 100%. movie still makes me feel unhip, and I don't appreciate it. To tie this back to what my original <laughs> what point it does was. wrong. Yeah, exactly. Movie made me feel unhip. <laughs> Fuck this movie. Well, so at you- maybe it made Sugar Shane feel unhip. Yeah, maybe. How how unhip is Sugar Shane? I don't know. I'm not going to judge the man. He woman. might punch me so hard. Yeah. I I don't think I'd survive. <laughs> Are we at a station? I don't I don't think so yet cuz there's one more thing. I actually Jack brought Ooh. up a good point and I did want to get your thoughts on Ooh. it. How does this movie treat social media cuz frankly I can't figure out if it thinks it's good or bad or middle or it just is using it as a means to an end. So look, I I read after watch, having watched this movie, I read a bunch of the shit about this movie about the ham-fisted depictions of social media and how it's lazy and doing all that shit. And I completely disagree. I don't think this movie is trying to say anything about social media other than it's a thing that exists that some people use yeah. incorrectly. I think it's used as a means to an end, personally. Absolutely. Yeah. The so- social media, the existence of... This movie isn't trying to say anything about the validity or like how good social media well, I think, is. I think social media is the current vehicle that we use, but I think this is more of a commentary on our fascination with tragedy. Totally. So... <laughs> I know it's so on the girls. nose. I know it's so on the nose, but I think that, that it used it used the modern lens that we all like are sucked to 
every time that something bad happens. Absolutely. What are we doing? We're checking Twitter to find out the flavor of the day shooting that's happening, and I hate to be macabre, but that's what we fucking do, and it's sad, and I think that it actually hit that nail relatively on the head. But man, it goes back to fucking... I mean, way before Lovecraft, but fucking Lovecraft. Like, Lovecraft's characters were looking... Some of them, Herbert West especially, but, but many of them were looking to be validated in the ways they could. And, right. I mean, Lovecraft was writing in the 1920s, so fucking Twitter wasn't a thing. But, like, this is a... It's not a Lovecraftian story, but this is a... like. <laughs> is this is this cosmic horror? Wait, because did you not see the are, alternate ending? <laughs> the characters are seeking similar things. Like, it's not... This this isn't a movie that's so dependent on social media that it can't exist without it. This yeah. is just doing what the thing no. is now. Right. I, I think mean, it uses social media to prove a different societal point. Yeah. yeah, popularity has been used as a as a like the thing that's driving the villain for eons, decades. Probably, I mean, I bet if you do a literature review back to hundreds of years ago, that's probably what's oh, driving yeah. a lot of things. So if you go back and watch stuff in the 1980s, I feel like Heather's comes to mind. You know, shit like that. I- I think that was Grendel's main motive. Oh yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Whatever Zoroaster mm-hmm. was up to, he was uh, he was totally driven by popularity. I, my apologies to all the Zoroastrians out there that are still lingering. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, I think now we've we've hashed that out. That was a good point. Glad we touched on it. Blast it. It's different every week. Why can't it ever be the same? Jack, we've covered this. I own the copyright to all of them. Okay, yeah. that's right. I And, and it's weird, because I filed those copyrights, and it feels like uh, I should know that as your copyright lawyer. I'll pay you eventually. In beers, <laughs> most likely. I'm not going to pay you. <laughs> okay, first, first thing. First thing. They say... That the the I don't know the character's name. They they kill her with the bandsaw. She Sill, hands it Sill, for the love of God. Did you they even watch this movie? Say she's good at woodshop. Sure, she built that fucking lending library. The lending library sure. after it's destroyed. Yep. Is one hundred percent cardboard yep. on the ground. <laughs> Why couldn't you get a fucking break a piece of MDF in half and throw it on the ground and that could be woodshop? It's all just cardboard they show her using woodshop gear why not have a scene that has any fucking woodshop accoutrement in it jesus that's what the those fuck? words those words are frequently used together woodshop accoutrement it's infuriating I, I'm, I'm 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 all fired up. do you think that this no is shit. how so we always pick on science that we see in movies because we all have a decent like science background do you think this is what like I carpenters <laughs> look at when they watch horror movies they're like well that's not fucking wood <laughs> that's not how that would be built come on i'm not a carpenter and i can tell you it's not fucking wood and it's not how that would be built that wasn't a fu- if if that's if that's what their school is sending to the national competition I got news for that school. They're going to fucking lose. Yeah, you know what? They never said Yeah, they never said they were going to win. And actually, sometimes, sending something off to those and then losing, that's even better for your college essay. Well, this is, wouldn't be better. It might be. I mean, if I was a college admissions person. So, okay. I have a, I have a nitpick. I don't... It might be a nitpick. I need I need your guys' helping hands here, okay? What's the alternative to it being a nitpick? Uh, I'm, just, I'm just wrong. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell I you right now, I'm erring under- on the side of you being wrong. Uh, oh, me too. Uh, I don't understand how Michaela gets 
things onto like the entire town's phones? Is she just like an advanced level hacker? They it did feel <laughs> like they were missing actually. a scene of she just like had a hacker friend or was really good at hacking. Because she is getting into these phones like it's nothing. The, the, and she, there is no establishment of anything that she is capable of. She pushes a button to disseminate something to the entire town, especially in the scene uh, in the, I think it's in a church where like the mayor and 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 yeah. the sheriff are talking. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, yeah, the yeah, most yeah. notable Just scene I thought was the big owl like scalping, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they send that picture. Yeah. That You're talking through, about the same it's... scene. Did you guys watch this movie? No. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> she sends the picture of Big Al. While yeah, the yeah, while the uh, sheriff is talking at the lectern at the local church, yeah, that's what we said. Barely. <laughs> I mean, we tried. That's what's important, right? Mark, I'm very drunk, <laughs> and I appreciate that. So, okay, is that a nitpick or not? Help me. I asked. That's absolutely a nitpick. Yeah, no, she's yeah, randomly it doesn't make any fucking sense. She's randomly freakazoid, and no one talks about it. Especially because they go so far out of their way to show that, like, they have a guy who knows how to do video editing, and he makes good videos, and... Which... And it's a way more basic thing than whatever she does with her <laughs> yeah, fucking phone. Yeah, we need to talk about that. So, these girls are super adept technology users, yet, they do not know how to edit video together? Oh, uh, look, look, Mark. <laughs> look, <laughs> Come Mark. on. We tried to edit a video one time. And it worked. And a member of our group laid on the floor... And, well, uh, he didn't help, but we did it, and then we won a fucking <laughs> film festival award. Yeah, look, we've uh, A to Z Horror has won a film festival award. It wasn't A to Z Horror at the time. It was basically A to Z Horror, though. It was pretty much A to Z Horror. Don't try to find it. Oh, well, you can't now. <laughs> you can't. You'll have, Gone. you'll have virtually no no means of finding it. Yeah. It was good, though, trust me. And we were described but, as Panther Men at the time, so that's cool, too. It was horrific. I think that might have been by you, though. No, that was uh, that was by Matt. Great. I'm <laughs> glad you're dropping names. And last by name, please. Matt. And last name, please. <laughs> wow. Uh, yes. But, like, also, if they've got a 25-year-old man to, to edit their video for them, let me take advantage of that shit. He is a high school senior. You gotta, you gotta just suspend the disbelief at this point, okay? He's a super senior. He's been there for ten years. Yeah, he studied abroad in Germany, got on the drink, and now he's back eventually. <laughs> he just can't pass AP Euro. You know, it's a really tough one to get over. You'd think he would just take like another class, but no, he's insisting on passing that class in particular to fill out his uh, his resume. I took remedial English senior year. That makes Jesus a lot of Christ. sense. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> remedial. <laughs> okay, I got it. It wasn't one. called remedial English. It was. Dicks. <laughs> it was. Uh, I guess I'm the one who called it that shit. <laughs> Peter Mark. <laughs> Peter tells them, okay, so when he's on the oh, road, Peter. Josh Hutcherson riding his motorcycle, and she's like tailgating him, flashing her headlights and stuff. She's flashing yes. her lights. And he's he, like, okay. And he's like, go around. But then he's just in the middle of the fucking road. Like he doesn't move he at should all. He speed just speed up. What was that? He should speed up. He well, he should do something. He should go to the side. He should ride on like the right side of the road so they can actually. There pass. are a lot of options for. Yeah, him. the thing you don't do is say go around and then continue riding in the dead center of the fucking road. Yeah, after his face is clearly shown, he's cognizant of the fact that they're not just trying to get the fuck around him. Yeah, uh, well, and it goes. It ends up going poorly for him. I feel like his fate was probably sealed regardless. I don't really know why they had to tailgate him. 
You know, like okay. I don't know if he would have seen the spike strip regardless. Look, that's that's part of the trope thing. They got to do the scares. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, okay, uh, the table saw kill. Yes, that table saw is not set to a motherfucking wall switch. You know what table saws aren't? Set to where somebody else has to control the table saw other than the person putting material into it. That's that's it's, precisely the opposite of how table saws should it's work. It's a safety it's, feature, Jack. It's the stupidest fucking thing. So we did actually get the carpenter complaint. It's so fucking stupid. That's of asinine. Also, I feel like at this point, any, well, maybe, I mean, this is a relatively well-funded high school, so I'm going to stick by it. I feel like most high schools now are going to have that safety feature where, like, if the wrong type of capacitance material touches the blade, it just turns off. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You can cut wood. You it, can't it, cut In a wood shop, that that's a giant wood shop with, like, 18-foot fucking ceilings. They have that. Yeah. Uh, this brings me to something I'm going to... I'm going to call it a new thing. I'm going to introduce the not pick. This isn't something it does right that's minimal. It's not it's something neat, it does wrong that's minimal. Pick. It's something it does middle middle that's yeah. A neat Mark, pick. there's a different section for that. It might be the what it does middle. No, no, no. But this is like so menial that what it does is still a, a, a pick. So, it was too stupid for you to bring up in a previous segment that exists, but you'd still like to bring it up? Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, this is this is the segment for things where the, we have like musings, you know? Why is Your the why so why broken, why dude. Why is the janitor there? Because. Like, what's the point? He looked... Oh, dude. At first, I thought that was the Fez. And I lost my shit. <laughs> I did, too. And then I realized it wasn't. I was so sad. Yeah. That's a nitpick, is cast the Fez right there. Why not? It would have been so easy. He would have done it. I think that was General Zemo from the Marvel movies. <laughs> Just though. cast a Fez! <laughs> I don't give a fuck who it was. So it's it's not Larry Fessenden. That's a that's a fair nitpick. But also, like I I don't understand yeah. what the point. Of, it's it provides some levity, I guess. But like, why is it there? This movie's a hundred minutes long. You could easily cut it down to ninety, and it's shit oh, like yeah. that. That's like what? That wouldn't be my first cut. Another nitpick. Are you done? Well, I want to know why. Like, why is that? Why? We Mark, don't have we an answer. answer. We don't, we don't fucking know. Okay, cool. Move past it. What do you got? Another nitpick. Yeah, do it. You got Tree in a bunker somewhere, and he's on, like, a plastic chair with some fucking... You're going like to leave it at that? That's the end of your game? Leave him for days? Well, with... no, he's like, barely... There was no way you could contain that mountain of a man for that long I'm gonna, with I'm the gonna... tools that they had employed. You done fucked up. I'm going to no, piggyback on He would have been out... In a second. I'm going to piggyback in on one this. Second. They feed him dog food by sliding it in on a tray and leaving it on the ground, but then go out of their way multiple times to show that he can't leave his chair. So well, how exactly are they... the dog food. Uh, yeah. They're not feeding him. <laughs> They're just putting food in front That's of him. That's just a nitpick of mine as well. You can't a eat lot food of in your eye line. That's not how that works. A, a lot of nitpicks around whatever his fucking name is, Mr. Lemon, Kevin, uh, Kevin Durant's character. Do you guys want to know what the most interesting story of this whole fucking movie is? Yes. The political drama between the mayor and the sheriff. The mayor is not leading a protest against the elected sheriff. I mean, look, here in Idaho, we ha- we have a county sheriff. Now, now some states have sheriffs aren't county-wide versus the mayor. But in no situation is the mayor 
We're gonna rally against the sheriff. Both do, it's, because either the mayor's appointed the sheriff, and they have the same jurisdiction, right? Don't you the elect only the situation, sheriff? I thought you elected sheriffs. You do in, in Idaho, because the mayor and the sheriff don't say in the same, don't share the same jurisdiction. But in situations where you, they do, like, like, presumably this one, the mayor appointed the sheriff after having been elected. So the mayor certainly isn't gonna fucking join a rally against the man she appointed to be the sheriff. I don't know. What if, what if the sheriff is like entirely unpopular like he is in this and she sees the opportunity and she's like yeah kill her i can't remember what what she chants she still appointed him Mm. he either is in a different jurisdiction or she appointed him so that actually brings up one other thing i wanted to touch on i'm still a little uncertain what exactly happened to the mayor she just was sort of impaled on a light post and i'm not entirely sure how that's feasibly possible Look, there's a lot of problems with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kate, look, look, Tree is a massive human being, granted. But also, he's not a superhero or villain. I, like, you can't just impale someone on a light post. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got a lot more nitpicks, so we gotta like move on a little bit here. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta push through. Okay, some I'm gonna, things. I'm gonna do my last one. I don't understand that. So one of the cruxes of this movie is that Sadie saves Jordan when he's being attacked by uh, Lemon, Katie, the tree. Whatever she doesn't we're do him. that much for him. Why, why does he go after Jordan? Of all the people no in the town, narrative. There is absolutely no reason for him to go after Jordan. He'd go after Sadie. Yeah. Which he didn't know it she was there. It serves all of his goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, it's, it's horseshit. Yeah, okay. It's, there's no reason. Yeah, it's nonsense. Cool. Good talk. It's complete nonsense. Keep it okay. moving. Craig Robinson's head would not have been sliced in twain by a inch and a half thick metal bar. They use razor wire as a motivator at that gym. Move along. <laughs> no, you're right. That's yeah, weird. Okay. Uh, pins are not that easy to pull out when there's fucking weight on them. You can't pull pins out. You have to lift the weight up first. Truth. Yep. In that same Craig Robinson kill. Yeah. Nonsense. And she she doesn't even, like, give it a yank. She, like, does it with, like, a finger. She's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Clicks it. Fucking crazy. Jake's drawing penises over here. <laughs> Jake is drawing penises on a note. I'm waiting man. for him to be done. Wait, hold so on. Is there, a, is there a third member of this podcast? Because he hasn't chimed in in 15 minutes. I am waiting for you to be done with your nitpicks. <laughs> These are ridiculous. Uh, the Jumping out the window after being shot at cannot be the best option there. There are rooms on either side of you with doors. Jumping out the window two stories face first cannot be your best option. Dude, it worked. It did not work. It did work. It factually it did because work. the movie decided he wasn't hurt by landing face first in the grass with a face full of glass. <laughs> a face full of glass. Um, uh, uh, why did Negasonic Teenage Warhead bring the mask to the prom when she didn't know they were going to get back together? Because and she be did know. Together? You know, when you're no. when you're besties like that, when you're BFFs or Biffs, as I like to say, you know, yeah, you just know, great. you know, Biffs. you know. Uh, those masks helped exactly none uh, in in disguising their person. They had the most identified. They had such. Uh, d- 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 Jake is outlining the testicles on the penis. <laughs> okay, he's okay. Drawn. So, 
A, you, you need you need the slasher shot with the masks in it. That's why. Jake, are you aware of what a nitpick is? You told me I have to wrap up the nitpicks. You take too long. Just like pick a couple. So you need you need the masks. Can we agree on that? The masks are there because they satisfy part of the genre. No, I don't like the masks. You don't, but the and the the big problem with the masks is if you're gonna do a slasher with masks, you should probably wear the masks when you're massacring your victims. But what they do instead is they shut all of them in a gym, send them a text of a picture of the gym doors being chained shut, and then you never like the which people who are killed by them never actually see the mask. Which would be terrifying if that's if they're capable of doing that. Which we already had the nitpick. Then, like I, like I if said, if I'm like, in a room and I get a text message of a picture of the outside of those doors being chained, like I said, that's earlier, terrifying. That. I felt like at that point the movie actually accomplished something in the sense that it, it got like actually dark. Yeah. No, I totally and a hundred percent agree, but that's not really my point. My point is that in order for the masks to work, you, you need to send you need to send the picture of the chain doors shut, and then you need to send another text that's just like, also, this is what we look like, and it's the two of them with masks <laughs> on. Because otherwise no one sees the mask. There's no reason for it to have brought it in the first place. Okay. Okay. I think yeah, we they didn't need, need the to masks. Go to the ratings. You're right. You didn't need the masks. We might need to go to ratings. Jake's angry, you guys. You can't see it, but he's red in the face. He's drawing testicles you, on you things. You can't see it, but you can hear him screaming. <laughs> the masks. You didn't need them. We over at Easy Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, Think of the baby from the dinosaurs would rate it not being the mama. Not the mama, 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 not the mama. You do that one more time and I'm going to throw you across the room. Not the mama! And for 10, think of how Darren Lamb would rate informing him of your gigs. 220 quid. I don't have to tell you everything. Oh, no, no, you don't have to tell me everything. No, although I notice you're happy to tell me when you're sleeping in your car and you need somewhere to have a bath, then you can't keep your mouth shut. But this, you're keeping your stomach back. You're supposed to be my agent for acting, not bloody Artex or whatever Rumbles, else. rumbled. You said guttering. Now it's Artexing. What else are you keeping from me? I can't, I'm appalled. I can't, this is scandalous, Barry. You're such a slap in the face. Story is the first category to rate these movies. Jake. Yes. We're assigning this pick to you. Rate the thing for yeah, story. Yeah, you're assigning this pick to me. Uh, I'll give it a six. I Nailed it. This is about a run-of-the-mill story to yeah. me like these are some girls who take advantage of people wallowing in tragedy to further their own fame yeah it's it's like that's a relatively relatively just barely over the line novel concept and it doesn't necessarily do anything in terms of the plot to escalate anything i don't think it's a plot heavy movie it, it isn't and and look i'm gonna dive in here i give it a five i i i agree with you it's not a plot heavy movie it doesn't do anything wrong plot wise uh but it is pretty goddamn good like they, they do an interesting thing but they don't fuck it up they don't do anything crazy interesting uh mark what are you gonna give it i took an interesting ride with this one i'm gonna end up giving it a four because you know we need to circle the wagons why not we we sure do i want to go higher with this i think because the acting like, the performances that are turned in on the script are pretty good. But ultimately, like, there's no reason for the first three kills. You need one of them, I guess. But you don't need all three. You could entirely cut out Craig Robinson's character. You could entirely cut, cut out Josh Hutcherson's don't character. Don't cut 
Craig Robinson's character ever. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but like write him in in a different way. The first, the first, like, frankly, this movie could be about 50 minutes long and still retain everything that it has. Yes, it absolutely could. So there's just like not, it is novel. I like what you said. And like I said, I want to go higher, but like, it's just, it's not a good story. It's, there's way too much fluff. (laughs) Sure. Uh, World building and immersion is our second category. Jake, what are you going to give the thing for world building and immersion? I'm also going to give it a six. Uh, Start of the movie, higher than that. But like I mentioned earlier in the review, there was a shift tonally that happened where this kind of just became movie. Like what happened at the start was pretty novel. And I liked what it was doing with the meta and the music and the action on screen and how it was mixing everything. That had me and I was laughing and all of that was great, right? But it shifted and that was so noticeable that it threw me for a good part of Interesting. like the last act and a half. Okay. So I can't give it that high of a score, although I will just go ahead and say that like at the start, it was like really high. So I look, man, I'm going to look like an idiot, but I'm giving this an eight for world building immersion. I think they build a pretty goddamn good world, both of the small town and of the high school. I like both those things. And I was fucking immersed in this thing. I mean, Look, we talked about how the dialogue might not always be perfectly spot on, but it's executed so well that I was I was in this thing start to finish. I honestly have no concept of how long it was. I, I assume it was It was 108 short, minutes. But you were too busy tweeting. It was 108 minutes? Fuck. Yeah, the movie is too long. That's a lot longer. This is, this no, it like wasn't. The, this this one wasn't the, too long. This was a little too long. I don't think so. Mm, this is I the, was. This is like the first movie that's escaped Jack's ninety-minute rule. I was I, engrossed. Wait, hold on, I can't do math. It's ninety-eight minutes. Okay. I was Still engrossed. I I thought they both built a really good world, and I was immersed in it from start to finish. I think there are those issues, but those are issues to pick apart afterwards, and not issues I noticed when I was watching it. So. I give it an 8. It's a high fucking score. Mark, what's your world-building immersion score? I get why you went that high, but also you are an idiot. I gave it a 6. I agree with Jake. It's it's better than average. It's a fun movie to watch, but also... I, I mean, I'm going to echo everything that Jake said. I'm just going to throw this on as well. I am, I think, the lone sojourner against social media here. I can't stand the stuff. And watching any movie that centers around social media is really difficult for me to get into. So subjectively, look, okay. I went a little bit lower a le- than that. I have a legitimate question for you, because I this this movie, I, I don't, like I said earlier, I don't think it's railing against social media, and I don't think it's no. it's championing social media. Well, that's it's exactly my point. using it as a tool, as a thing that exists. Yeah, so it's not, it's not making commentary on social media. Obviously, if we were, like, super in favor of social media, I would have the same complaint, but... Other stuff that's like kind of anti-social media, I can sort of get into and see what they're trying to say. This is just like it's just a thing that's incorporated into the movie, and I, I don't know, it just sort of annoys me. I, I mean, that's fair. It is a thing that's ruined the world, but like, <laughs> yeah, you know, just a little bit of a light apocalypse is upon us. That's all. <laughs> all right, uh, Scare Factor is going to be our third category. Jake, what are you going to give the thing for Scare Factor? I'm going to give it a two. Wow. All right. Okay. Uh, not a scary movie. Coming the only thing that's keeping it from a one, I have to defend it from being a one, is that there's just enough dismemberment gore here. 
to make it a little bit squeamish for the very, very uninitiated. This is, I mentioned it earlier again, like this is a bit more of like a teen style thing yeah. than what, you know, would typically lend to a higher rating for this category. Uh, there's blood. There's dismemberment, but it's about as light as you can get if you're going to employ those elements in film. Therefore, a two. It's so funny that it's hard to be scared. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I gave it a three. Mm-hmm. It's it's I, I a two feels a little bit low, but I can't argue with any of the things you said. Like it it does have its moments of bump in the night stuff going on, and they, bump they in establish the all that stuff. Yeah, man. Mm. They do that shit. They they do they? Yes. Look, they don't. <laughs> now I'm self. Now you're now you're now I'm all self. Now you're stride broken. This I is am. a stride break episode. Am. Okay, good. Yeah, you really fucked me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, I gave it a three. I don't think it's a high score. I gave it a three. Mark, save me. Stride breaking is really great radio, Jake. We appreciate all the things you bring to the podcast. I bring a lot. I just break strides. <laughs> I also I read it I I like overblew our mic for most of that rating. Oh, that's typical. Yeah, I mean that's that's gonna happen. Look, I gave it a five. In retrospect, that's pretty high. I didn't think that was pretty high. There's, as far as the continuum that we've established for everything we've reviewed, where we've gone fucking Bermuda Triangle and Congo and stuff. Five. This is a legitimate horror movie. There are jump scares. There's I gore. Don't think you want us to look at the other scare factor scores you've given. I don't think that's the thing you want us to do. No, right probably now. not. But this is yeah, this, this is, is a terrible. legitimate slasher movie. It has inklings of a some psychological horror. Not, I mean, not in the traditional sense inklings. where Jack applies that tag to every single movie we see, but like. <laughs> in the sense that you know getting into the head like these girls are legitimate psychopaths who have been killing yep. since they were not toddlers but whatever you call that six-year-olds Kids. i don't know how old they were children <clears throat> children sure that's a good word my my point is there is there is some scariness here and i feel like if i were to find the people who i know who are just absolutely opposed to watching any horror at all because just watching like the intro credits of the MTV series fear gives them the heebie-jeebies if they watch this they're going to be over they're going to be over the edge this is not a this is not a 2 or a 3 yes it is the entire movie is based around killing people this isn't like yeah but it's done in such a funny way mark funny but also brutal people don't really give a mm-hmm. shit if it's fu- like we think it's funny cuz we're a bit desensitized but no. if you are not, if you look, if I'm showing this to like my parents who don't watch any horror movies at all, they're going to focus more on the incredible what? violence than the lunacy. There's, there's like one argument you could make here that I would hear that brings the scare factor score up. But I was like, the, I was, the I was going to make that argument, but just for, just for academia, why don't you go ahead and make it? And you know, I'll let you know. <laughs> no, if it were was, you going to make why it? Why don't you say what why don't you, you were say thinking? What, what, yeah. How about that? Yeah. No, you do it. No, you. No, but I was Jake, already thinking. I, I want to make sure that knowing I that Mark was gonna was say gonna it. say what you were. Yeah, gonna no. say. yeah. Knowing that Mark this was gonna. Say no, it. I'm not gonna play that card. That's stupid. Because then he's like, "Oh yeah, say." That's Proof the whole my point. That's the whole. Scoopy. Yeah, I'm not playing that fucking joke with you. Oh, so you're no butting me instead of yes ending me. That's great. That you're really. Exactly. That's a. You're a wonderful co-host. I appreciate yes. all the things you bring. Yeah, I'm sure you're on this wavelength, dude. I'm sure. Totally. I'm sure. So <laughs> he's got it. What you could have said is that the last 
sequence of the film where they trap the students in the prom that gets so dark that that treads it i got uncomfortable there and i wasn't expecting to because for the rest of the movie it was so like funny and blah 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 yeah then it hit hard because i was not expecting it and yeah. i enjoyed that from a scare factor standpoint and and to that point if you're in a fucking like big like 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 a high school dance and and your phone you just get texted a picture of the outside of the fucking Ugh. doors being chained from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrifying. Oh yeah, yeah Hundy P. Good. I actually had. I look. I'm gonna be real with Hundy you. P, I did boys. not. I did not. I, I wasn't gonna make that point, but I did have that written down. Great. That is the scariest <laughs> scene in this movie. This Absolutely. just the people receiving the text of you're trapped in there and it's on fire. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do. But I mean, also in the in the vein of this movie, not understanding how physics works, there's definitely more than one exit. Like people are gonna figure out how to get out of that building. Effects or judicious lack thereof is our penultimate category. Jake, yep. what are you gonna rate the thing for effects or judicious lack thereof? Yeah, bit of a tough category because from a sound standpoint, it's funny we had the whole conversation where you had an issue, but neither of us did. So I'm gonna assume that you don't exist for this. I thought that that was tremendous. I really did. And from a visual standpoint. Interesting things done with like the social popping up and all of that. Not hard to accomplish, so it's hard to credit. And, and too kind much of for a that. trope. Oh, uh, okay. Not all that good from a like gore standpoint. I mentioned it in the Nothing scare was category. Great. I liked it. Yeah. I, well, that's fun. Uh, <laughs> I I'm gonna go ahead and give it. I'm gonna give it a six. And I think that the 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 score, the licensed soundtrack, is holding it up. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Mm. So, look, I'm I'm giving this thing a three for effects. Wow. That's low. My experience was... Shh, that's was, wrong. <laughs> my experience was rough. I was actively having to manage... Yeah, you can only judge on your experience. I get you. And I was actively having to manage. Like, I was turning it way down when non-dialogue scenes were happening and turning it way the fuck up when dialogue scenes were happening. And then... I'm confronted with, at best, acceptable kill effects mm-hmm. combined with fucking horseshit terrible effects when they're, I'm looking at a fake head and a leg that's a quarter the size it should be. I This movie didn't do a lot great effects-wise. It's The things they did didn't work for me. And the sound effects... We're bad. They didn't work for me. So give me a three. It's bad. Mark. I gave it a six. Uh, look, <clears throat> just to just to jump in with the things that don't work. Peta's leg looked janky and Big Al's head was not. Woof. That's not how that works. Not, not Big Al's head is not the head I'm taking issue with. Uh, no, I mean, the Big Al's head slice thing also looked pretty like CG. Head. You, yeah. you could tell it, yeah. was, it, was, it was an effect. I did not oh, notice. It wasn't, it wasn't good. I did not well, notice. The, what did you think about the, 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 the other head? That, the, the head that I took That's issue. what I was trying to get to. I did not notice it at all. <clears throat> I thought, really? it, I mean, in general, I thought it would look fine, but I don't think I was particularly looking at it. As, aside from that, it's it has, the movie is shot really well. It has good lighting. It has decent enough gore. Good music. I I had absolutely no problems with the sound design. I thought the sound design and mixing were actually pretty good. Uh, and overall, like as far as the, like, I'm just gonna say this again: the continuum of movies we've looked at, this is definitely on the on the correct side of average. Huh. So six. I gave it a six. 
That's going to take us into overall, Jake. Yes, sir. Your movie, your overall. Yeah, this this movie had a bit of a synergistic quality because I'm looking at the scores that I gave each individual category and the highest that I gave was a six with a two sprinkled in there for scare. And yet as a movie, I'm actually giving this a higher score than any of those because they just came together so well because for the most part, what this was was a funny, primarily movie that just brought in so many good little horror morsels that I had a good time with it. So it's not a huge bump from some of the other scores that I gave, but if you think about them all together, it, it's it's noteworthy. I gave it a six and a half overall. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of interesting because I, I completely agree with you, but I think I bumped it up even higher. I gave it a seven. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the shit out of watching this movie. I had a really fun time. I, I, I liked my whole experience. I, I have some problems with the movie, but motherfucker, if it didn't just work. Yeah. I'm giving it a seven. Mark. We're all in the same boat. I gave it the lowest. I gave it a six. And I mean, it's it's fun. I absolutely enjoyed watching it. I would recommend it uh, to anyone in, in search of kind of a unique slasher. But I don't know how rewatchable it is. That's the thing. I don't know if I, once it, once you have yeah. once you've sated your appetite for this movie, I don't know if it's one you go back to really. You've gotten yeah. the experience out of it, yeah. Uh, and that's I, I mean that's that. why I wasn't really willing to go any higher. But I mean I, the the point is pretty clear. We all think this is a pretty solid movie. I I enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah. Cool. Good talk. Well. <laughs> For the first time in what feels like a long time, you guys, we actually have two people who have give different, given different scores so we don't have a tag team happening. Interesting. Jack. Yeah, buddy. You gave this the highest score with a seven. That means you have to explain why you should watch this with your buddies and drink some beers in the process, so go. Okay. Uh, first thing, there are a tremendous number of movies that are trying to do this meta thing. Of yep. being aware of everything and 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 pointing all that shit out. And that's what you want with your buddies, right? You want all that shit. But this is the only one, not the only one, but one that does it correctly. That, that notices the tropes and plays on the tropes, but is still an interesting and good movie. And you want that because you want to be able to discuss the tropes with your buddies. You want, you want all that shit. Um, secondly... This movie has a tremendous number of good lines. This movie is built on good lines rather than good continuation. The the the, the really funny interactions of this movie come from the the acting and and the individual lines. They don't come from you having watched from beginning to end on how a character is going to react to something. So that works really really well for uh tagging in and out and making fun of each other and all that shit situation that works really well and look all that shit finally situation. these are there's there's attractive people in this movie that's <laughs> certainly not gonna hurt anything there's a quaid it's so a mini quaid <laughs> yes yep absolutely so while that isn't something necessary to enjoy a good movie it's certainly something that's gonna help this movie in particular, especially Alexandra Ship, I might just be in love with her, but holy shit, she's hot. Look, you you come for the Quaid and then you stay for the Hutcherson. I get what you're saying. <laughs> uh, Jake's texting right now, so I'm going to toss it to you, Mark. Why uh, should you not do the things I said? I have noticed a disturbing trend on podcasts previous, wherein 
Jack just kind of wins no matter what. I don't really appreciate it. I haven't noticed that trend. I don't think that's true. <laughs> so, honestly, here's what here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I We all gave this better than average scores. I'm just going to go ahead and concede. I actually do think you should get drunk and watch this with your buddies. This is a good movie to get drunk and watch with your buddies. The underlying theme of this movie is that friendship wins. And, I mean, if you don't want to get hammered and then, like, hug all of your friends, I you know, why... Why would you not want to get hammered and hug all of your friends? Exactly. That's the only so, thing I ever want to do. Watch this movie once, and then it's probably you're probably good. That's our, honestly my only complaint is like you. There's not a whole lot of reasons to revisit this thing. Sure. So I mean, this one's an easy one to call, guys. I mean, if you listen to the arguments, you know who won. Mark won this episode. Yes. Oh. You should not get drunk oh, and watch it with your buddy. No. With his pure honesty he broke the stranglehold that jack had on this contest <sighs> wow you had a good run buddy it i was had like, a it good was like a run. solid I 10 did. episodes in I a row i did have a good but run. the honesty just broke wow. through it. it it just wow the, the, the power of friendship it, thing that he had I, i'll tell you what losing when marquez conceded is especially hard you know what yeah, it is well, you know what it is jack it was your hubris yeah it happens it happens you know? to the best you gotta of keep people in check you really do <laughs> And speaking of being kept in check, we need to be kept in check because, god damn, this is long. So we're going to get out of here. This has been episode 82 of the A to Z Horror cast. To check out everything we have going on, head on over to A to Z Horror.com or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels. You can find those down there in the description below. Links are right there. Come and follow us. All that good shit. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, if you really want to help us out, give us a like, give us a rating, give us a review. Give us a on review. Any of the pod, any of the podcasting apps and that you may if choose. If you can find a way to review us, it'll help. Just do it. But the single most important way you can help us out, dear listener, is just by telling somebody who likes horror about the podcast. Believe it or not, that's the biggest help. Trust us. Also, as always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. That link's also down there in the descriptions below. I still don't like you guys for changing your name, but that's the world we're living in. <laughs> and next week, we're uh, we're doing the whole Earth Day thing. We're going to get into the whole spirit of Uh-oh. Earth Day and oh, people no. and the Earth. You guys oh, made fun of me when I and, made this pick. And plants with a Mark pick because he picked it and it fits. We're going to check out the happening. So until I'm then. I'm so excited. Time to science it up, douchebags. Get your buddies, <laughs> grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody. What? No! <laughs> <laughs>